0: What's good? It is Calvin KL. We are brought to you by Anchor. We always appreciate you for rocking with us. We getting straight into it. We talking basketball and what is going on in Cleveland. Ty Lue, head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers, is taking a leave of ab- absence for medical reasons. Man, damn it! Yo, what up? What you doing? I'm
1: over to you right now.
0: Perfect. Go ahead out this All right, sounds good. I just cracked the mic and started recording because I was like, this nigga is not gonna come over. Let me get this shit done. I have. I'm, at, up, man. I'm I had at, a
1: shit ton of shit today. It was crazy.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I had to go to the office because we're we're breaking our lease because we are got a new place in the Deuce there, So I just with these motherfuckers, just piss me off, I don't want to talk about that shit Oh no Fucking extortion, it's extortion man, it's fucking stupid, how the fuck, I gotta pay money If you know damn well this three bedroom apartment in Mission Valley is highly in demand You already said you have somebody on a waiting list for this fucking place We can pack our shit up and get out and then charge the new people the fucking rent And then we're not to pay the shit So I gotta pay money to get out of the lease $4,700 out of pay, or $4,500 Pay for the end of the rest of the lease, and then if they get somebody to move in, then they'll send me a refund. I think I was doing a
0: whole lot of hustle backwards. That sucks. I was just
1: fucking angry. I was like,
0: man, this is stupid. I need a beer. All right, well, I've, I've got beer in the fridge. I just, I've been recording this whole conversation, just so you know. They got the phones tapped. <laughs> what you gonna do? So this is probably gonna... You just had your vent. You <laughs> just...
1: You it, man. It's stupid. You know damn well you gonna fucking sell this place somebody's gonna rent it out? Why well, I gotta go through the extra hoops? Why you take my money, hold my money? You know what I'm saying? I can't collect interest on that money. You're gonna hold my money, and, and no one damn going to come in here and touch a check and get into this place. And I gotta wait to get my money back. Oh, 30 days to your money back, Re- refund. Do you, I didn't take 30 days to get you that money. Get my money back right now. I'm gonna go in there. That's why people walk into a place and break stuff. I'm going in and knock all this stuff off the desk. Ooh. I'll you, tell you why, so I tell you I'm bad son. You know man? Hold my money for 30 days. Go in right now. I want you to write me a check right now. Like I want you a check right now. We, you we just gotta go through corporate. I don't care about the corporate. Just my
0: corporate get down here and pay my money. What I got nothing for you, man. You sound like Ice hey, Cube. Man. You sound like Ice Cube when he was going back into uh, Priority Records, asking for his money after he made them out. After he made that first album, and he broke up all of the shit, and then said, "Take it out what you no. owe me." <laughs>
1: Take
0: it out what you owe me. Yo. Yep.
1: Yeah. No, because I know exactly how they're gonna do it too. If yeah, you don't know how to do business no more There's all this
0: corporate stuff They try to do all these hoops and leaps and bounds and stuff To get your money Or to get repayments and all that stuff Business does not run probably The way it used to back in the day Alright well I agree with that You know what that's a good, that's a good one to leave out there right now Because you're not the only person that has stories About bad business ethics And how people have tried to hustle them Or extort money from them Whether it's a, a contract with your, your management Or something like that Tell the show stories you can vent just like Ko did. I was just about to start talking basketball, but that was a change of shift, and we'll leave it in there. <laughs> like, hey,
1: count yeah. Ko. We just shifted. We just shifted every time.
0: That's what we so just did. Shift the next year. Uh, so we don't even put
1: the question. We just shifted the next year. Done. Transmission all up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Literally, I think it's the best out of everybody's. My, mine's pretty sick. I'm kind of like uh, Chris Tucker on steroids, but uh, look a little better than him. <laughs> but um, <laughs> He's like Chris Tucker on steroids. Yeah, I got, I got this uh, red leather jacket that I wear and like my um, 511 tactical pants. I'm pretty sick, I'm pretty militant. But uh, the best costume, literally. He just didn't have the uh, the extra on it.
0: But yeah.
2: Noob Saibot. You remember Noob Saibot from Mortal Kombat? Yeah, that's fresh. This the dude that comes out of nowhere and, and you got to fight him and he hey, just moves faster than everybody in the damn TV sh- on the TV screen. Yeah, man, I was kind of upset at the fact that I was like looking at it like, hey, man, how come his costume's more smooth than mine? And then I'm like, uh, I was a former um, officer in my former um, in the former life when I was human. I was a, a cop, pretty good cop. And then uh, now that I'm uh, a cyborg, it looks pretty smooth.
0: Like yeah, it's,
2: like, cool, like futuristic type of stuff. But yeah, this Italian leather red jacket. It's funny because it fits tight as hell. And the producer was like, uh, it's Italian leather, so it should, it should stretch and you look really good because your muscles, it's, it fits tight to the skin, so it looks good on camera.
0: You have a really good accent. You an Australian accent.
2: I brought you Dingo. Hello, hello mate. You
1: have a British accent.
2: British quarter slime is Australian. It's a little more nosy, nasally. Talk a little bit more through your
1: nose.
2: French accent. They just slur the words. Do I don't know anything they say. I cannot do these French accents. I don't like them. The French are puke. The French are puke. So, to learn is like German. They speak like this.
0: sound like that guy. frozen. That one guy who sells all the useless stuff.
2: Yep, that's how they sound. Austrian, German suits.
0: That's funny. You work on those in your acting class? No, I just do it. You just do that way. on your own?
1: <laughs> you don't know if you
0: need to do it. <laughs> You're just the bathroom in the bathroom and stuff. dad going to do it. you pretend talk to yourself in different accents. Yep. Hey, don't give away all my secrets, Smush. <laughs> fala Portuguesa! Fala português. Como vai você? Not everybody needs to know that I go to the bathroom to talk to myself. I've got to get expert advice from someone. That's the way I look at that. It's if I'm me. talking
2: to myself, I'm the, I'm the best help I'll ever get. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny you were doing all the access. You asked the question, I want to talk about people that we would want to, like the dream team, movie dream teams. Like, yeah. I feel like back in the
2: 80s, there was a lot of, like, our, a lot of our wishes were met. So this thing, this came up because when I met Suresh Shalom, I told him,
0: I, Shameless I, name I, drop right there.
2: I, I get. It. I gave him the hugest like black man dab you could give, and told him, "You made a lot of '80s babies' dreams come true when you did Expendables. You put together that all star cast of every action hero we ever knew between the '80s and '90s and, and early 2000s, to put them all in one movie. So that right there is something that people think about doing but never do it. I don't know why. Yeah. And this never it's never true. Yeah. But imagine like you know if you're if you're hot in the game, it's like you know I'm gonna take my talents to South Beach. <laughs> you know what I mean? Denzel Washington, you hot in the game right now. If I'm Brad Pitt, I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, do a, a, a movie with Denzel Washington. Well, I don't know why they never do that.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's a good one right there. Yeah, Denzel Washington and Brad Pitt. Denzel and Brad Pitt would be good. We saw Denzel and Morgan Freeman, 7. That was yes. a great movie. Yes. That was well, an amazing a, movie.
2: That one right there is phenomenal. That's a, a good example of like, in the, in the 80s and 90s, it happened a lot. It it's not happening recently. I don't see yeah. it, other than like
0: Marvel Universe. You know, I feel like it's starting to happen a little bit more on the comedies. A lot of like people are getting in comedies together, like with um, the Office Party, where you get like yeah. Aniston and so and so. Jason re- Bateman and Aniston and, uh, and that whole group of people. Yes, yeah. So there's a lot of big names are doing comedies together, but like your serious movies, I don't. They're not all cracking like that. Now that would be good. I mean, except the people that roll. Like, if you see Bateman in a movie, then you can expect to probably see Paul Rudd in that same movie. Yeah. Or you, you know who's going to be in their, their group. My favorite growing up was when I grew Yeah, it was Bad Boys, man. When We got Martin and Will Smith. Yeah. Doing the damn thing. That was amazing. I like seeing Mark Wahlberg and The Rock in Pain and Gain. I thought
2: that was a good combo. I like that yeah. one. But uh, I think uh, somebody like Samuel Jackson and The Rock... Just an interesting combination of the guys together. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it would be, but I think that would be something pretty funny
0: to watch. One that I, we, I saw it before, but it wasn't to the magnitude that it could be now if they got together. That's Eddie Murphy and Dave Chappelle. Like Chappelle was the funny comedian and nutty professor, but Eddie was the that was Eddie shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now if we get like Chappelle and Eddie doing multiple characters. The writing will be off the chain. I'd love to yeah. see those two guys do a movie the same way Martin and Eddie did one when they did Life. Oh, and they yeah. had Bernie Mac. And they had you know other people that you knew of yeah. back then from the, from the scene. That would be a dope one. And then... The After, action hero one is done with Expendables. So all the action heroes that you could
2: think of are together. Yeah. I'm talking about people that are like like bringing back Morgan Freeman and Denzel Washington... Did they... Were they... Somebody were there. Weren't they in glory, though? They were in glory, but I'm saying, like, bringing it back. Now. Recent, like, something... Like, it would be good to see Anthony Hopkins and Denzel Washington, like, a crime filler.
0: Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah. I want to see... I want to see Denzel step out of his Denzel thing and do a comedy. I want to see Denzel try to be funny in something. Denzel's always Denzel. He always... He was
2: funny in that movie with uh I don't remember who was with them, but they had that money That got stolen from the drug lords, and then the roman J no, no. That, that's from that's J. his As, new one Roman J Israel is the new one yeah there's another one where I can't remember. It's, it's, it's a white dude that's with him in that movie and um two guns two
0: guns marky Mark yeah Marky Mark that's pretty funny that one wasn't bad yeah okay. Well, I mean, funny, funny, like, funny, I, like, like stupid, ridiculous, like when you comedy. like when you saw De Niro do uh, Bad Grandpa, they're not saying that was a great movie. But when you see him doing something other than what you normally know. Yeah. So let, let, let's get Bad Grandpa's like Grandpa's good. Oh, shit. Yeah. Let's get it. Oh, uh, don't
2: bite me. Yeah,
0: let's KFC's get now, kid. Let's get some of those guys that do all the action movies, that all the action mashups and have them do a movie where they're doing something different. And then you get like your Denzel's and your Morgan Freeman's oh, in yeah. those, <laughs> your Leonardo DiCaprio in a movie and then they're doing some funny shit. Yeah, like take yeah, have them do a movie that you would see Seth Rogen and James Franco do. Last time
2: Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington did a movie together was Philadelphia.
0: Ooh, that'd be good to see them do something.
2: Yeah. I mean, the icons have done things in the past yeah. together. But circling back, like these people are people that you build relationships with and you have good chemistry on camera and off. And you're, you're well-known with each other. You're like, as actors, you know somebody's acting style. So I know how you get prepared. I know what it takes to get you where you need to be for a scene. Mm-hmm. What type of script you will flourish in. I don't know why they haven't thought about this and said, you know what, I'm going to circle back to this when, when we did this together. It was good back then. Now let's find something relevant
0: now for the times now, and then redo it. And let's do something else. Yeah. I I feel you on that, but now I still want to think about ones that I I haven't seen, people that we haven't seen do yeah. a movie together. But I feel I I'm starting to I can't think of many because I think that they've all done something together. I I haven't even seen. Uh, did you see the one with Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds? Hitman's Bodyguard. Yeah. Hitman's Bodyguard was it good. That was funny. Okay. See,
2: I got to catch up. They deliver their 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 styles. Mesh well together
0: yeah, oh, I can yeah. see that Oh yeah
2: They played off each other Very well You know what? I, I like the fact that um, Movies like Triple X they're, they're action But they're comedy Yeah Action comedies Are really good you I like had have the right people To do it But I think it's really Really good And the fact that um, Samuel Jackson Is so Off the wall With his comedy And Vin
0: Diesel Is an action dude They yeah. blend together re- Really well I think action comedy works well, but I think stupid action sucks. I think tri- oh, yeah. that's what I think about Triple X. Like, or even some of the Fast and the Furious movies where I'm like, come on, really? The car, out the plane, through the building, kind of. Stop. I hate that kind of shit. I hate it. It bothers me, man. Like, um, well, I don't even know which Fast and Furious it was, but the damn one where they're on the, 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 the plane. And they're on that damn runway for 40 minutes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what runway is ever going to let you go 100 miles an hour for 40 minutes? And yeah. be the- Come on, man. Maybe I'm paying a little too much attention to that one, but still, some of the stupid action stuff gets me. I expect stupid action from my superheroes, not somebody that's supposed to be human doing human <laughs> things. Human relevant things. Yes. These things yeah, yeah. are supposed to play into I do I don't get down with those. That's just me. What do you guys think, Anchor? Who do you guys want to see in a movie? If they've been in a movie and you want to see them do another one, or if they've never gotten together, any combination will do. I'm not mad at that. All right, we're watching hoops. I'm, that's a transition. I gotta, I gotta mark that. Yeah, hoops is real. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Always paying attention. I was watching a man get dunked on, yeah. and it's I almost lost track
0: of my beer and had it. the kid steal it. Yeah, we're watching the Milwaukee Bucks-Cleveland Cavaliers game. Uh, head coach Ty Lu just um, took a leave of absence from the team because of health issues. He's not sleeping. He's been throwing like coughing up blood, shit like that. So he's gone for what they say is hopefully a week, and hopefully he can get back in a week and, and join the team before the playoffs start. Cleveland just got Kevin Love back. He was out for about two months with a a hand injury. And Greek freak before this game started was quoted as saying like, I'm chasing LeBron. He's got what I want. I'm grinding to catch him. I got a a lot of work to do. I'm not clearly there yet, but that's the guy I'm going after is LeBron. And he just put up a dunk where it looked like he jumped from outside the key on an alley oop, and still threw that damn thing in. Like it looked like his his head hit the corner of the backboard. Are you chasing me, Khaled?
2: <laughs>
0: the corner of the backboard. Mm-hmm. So so that's what's going on in 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 the world of Cleveland Cavaliers in NBA. Kale, actually just listened to that. You have any input on basketball? Because I can run my basketball break right now, and you can just chime in. Yeah, that dude
2: that just scored the, that last goal for the Milwaukee Bucks.
0: Yeah. Has more letters in his last
2: name than are in the alphabet.
0: <laughs> and his first name is pretty long, too. Oh, I thought for him it be like Bob. <laughs> Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak. He's like... Uh, so he's black, but he's Greek. Yes. With the accent the whole nine. This dude had a dunk a couple weeks ago where he caught an alley oop over somebody. Tim Hardaway Jr., 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, playing. He caught the oop. He had to stretch out and go get it, and he said that he didn't even see Tim Hardaway Jr. there, and he completely cleared him. Like, that is awesome, amazing, and wonderful at the same time. And then
2: secondly, just as a side note, how is Tim Hardaway's son taller than him?
1: <laughs>
0: Is the, wife, is the wife tall? Was she a basketball the, how, player as well? How the, li- how the, how the little sister going to be bigger than the big sister with next yeah. Friday, Baby D? Shit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bucks, Cavs, they just called a flagrant foul on Jason Terry, a point guard for smacking the shit out of a big-ass center, trying to go for a layup when he should have dunked it. Yeah. Yeah, come on, man. That's the type of
2: stuff that's like, you know what? Go out on light like basketball, man. Third oldest player in the league. Jason Terry. Yeah. Flagrant, he just can't get it like he used to no more. So, I'm saying get it, man.
0: Right. You just said, though, you just said that they wouldn't have called that a flagrant back in the day. Nah, man.
2: Jordan was going up for a uh, dunk. They wouldn't have called a flagrant against um, the Knicks. Nah, I agree. The Knicks. New York Knicks. Chicago Bulls. It was rough games. When you played uh, Charles Barkley, too, back in the day. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yep. Some rough games Some rough people. And yeah. all of a sudden everything's flagrant or this and that and all that other kind of bull crap. Don't you think
0: there's um, a connection between the way that basketball is softened up and the way the football is softened up? Because the same thing we're talking about with basketball and it not being the same. That wouldn't have been a flagrant foul in the 90s. That just would have been a go to the line and get your two personals and then you're yep. done. Yeah. Right? And then you were talking, and then football is the same thing. The yeah, hits, man. So, you so, get hit
2: and fine, uh, f- uh, personal fouls, hit on defenses. Everybody defences. What you talking about? You're not defences. You got a helmet on. You got shoulder pads. Defense is my ass. <laughs> it's stupid. And then it, it, it also goes true to, to rap. Rap is softened up. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? Everybody now, you know, it went from being the drug dealers to now to the drug users. Mm-hmm. Everybody soft. And then it goes into general public. Now you can't say anything. Everybody's so politically conscious and, and offended all the time or, or sensitive. This whole world is getting real sensitive, man.
0: There's too much estrogen floating around in this whole world, man. you need to chill out with all that shit. <laughs> but I, I agree, but then I also feel like the way these young bucks are looking at us, saying that, like you guys are soft and they don't make them like they used to. That's what we used to get. You, know, you guys got it easy. Remote controls. Microwaves. Uh, you know what yep. I'm saying? Like they, the, I think the whole point of evolution is to make it easier or better for the people coming up after you. But then when we do that, or they may advance it, then they get knocked for being soft or but, certain 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 situations. But I would say this: our generation,
2: when they, you try to say certain things like "oh, y'all had easy this and that," yeah, y'all were a little rugged and backwards with certain things. But I'm coming just like straight manhood. No, it was still it was still there. Right, you. You still had the, the the type of non-sensitivity that they don't have now. You know what I mean? I think yeah. social media created that where everybody's connected and can give a response and make you listen to what they feel. That's why people think that their opinion means more than what it did back in 1960. Because yeah. back in the day, they'd say, hey, go after yourself. <laughs> I can't believe you said that to me and I'll rude. And da, 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 da. Whatever. Huff, huff and puff. When I'm in my car. I'm gone. I don't have to listen to you anymore. You're never in my life anymore. Now this connectivity makes you have to listen to people's opinions like,
0: all the time, for no reasons.
2: I'm offended that this person said this and that. I don't care. And I don't think the person that said it cares either. That's why they said it. They don't care. <laughs> I mean, it was Dave Chappelle we talking about transgenders in his segment, and he was saying that I don't have any against transgenders, but how I feel is how I feel. So I'm saying my opinion. But if you don't like it, you don't got to come to the show. I respect that. But, but at the end of the day, you shouldn't be sensitive about something I say. This is a show. It's just meant to entertain you If it does not entertain you, then it's not entertainment But don't sit there and say that I'm this way or that way Because anything I say on stage is for on stage Now in personal life, you want to sit down and talk to me about some personal stuff We can talk about where we stand on certain things But if it's for a show, I'm going to maximize the entertainment value of it As opposed to just you know saying stuff to make you feel good not what I'm here for, and it's not funny <laughs> coming here and making everybody feel good. Ain't yeah. fun <laughs> that ain't funny. That's not funny. I mean, DL Higley now would get in trouble for stuff he used to say to people. I'm highly offended you would say that, and you single me out, and you, you're uh, racially insensitive, or you know what I mean? Like, all yeah. stuff they have, all these, these stupid things, oh, you're homophobic, and all these other stupid terms they have to excuse the fact that people have a right to have an opinion. And if you don't just if you disagree with them, then you want to label them a name. Let's just say we don't agree. You don't got to call me a name. You're, uh, you, you like uh, red and blue together in an outfit. I like just blue. Don't call me color biased or color phobic because I don't have every color and rainbow on my body at every time. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like that kind of thing. It's like you sensationalize the fact that we just disagree. And you make a name, a label for it, and you call people that. And it's supposed to have power because you call me that name. So now that's what I am because you call me that. That's just going back to my opinion. You didn't like my opinion. So... You call me a name. Now, the name you call me is your opinion. I don't have to agree with your name you call me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just funny that people think that. Oh, it stops there. They have, you said something, now I'm calling you this, and that's what it is. Nah, <laughs> we're going to further review this
0: situation right now. Further here. review. You don't get to play both sides of that. If, yeah. it's good, if it's not good for you, or if it's not good for the next man to do it, then it's not good for you to do it either. Exactly. But people forget that. They get on their soapbox, and, and, and they get to go on their rants. And this all started with us talking about uh, basketball players being soft, and it it did just go all the way around. And I think it's a cultural thing, a generational thing. But going back to basketball, these dudes are soft, man. They be calling, they be complaining to the refs about fouls on every shot now, every shot, man, every single shot. They are complaining that they got fouled instead of just playing ball. They're still busy complaining to the ref about not You're getting not the You're not guarding ball. your man. <laughs> Yo, guy down there cherry-picking, getting the bucket. It just happened. LeBron James just complained about not getting
2: fouled on the three, and then the dude went down the, to the corner and hit a three. Now, LeBron came back and hit another three. But, I mean, it's just that, that's just funny that you said that. Yeah. You complain about this. When have you ever in the history of watching sports ever saw a referee say, You know what? I'm listening to your argument, and I agree with you. Okay, I'm going to reverse that call. After, <laughs> get after, out of here. Don't happen. <laughs> if anything, not they're
0: happen. harder on you on the next call because you're complaining too yeah. much. We lost the sock, kid. Sock's right there. Yeah. If we have a, um, you know, when, when I'm sitting here and I'm watching basketball, and right now we're watching the Cavs game, and when General is out here watching the Cavs game with me, she's complaining, like, LeBron's such a pansy because all he does is complains about calls that he doesn't get. And this dude is he's one making guys, e- he's making everybody else run around complaining about calls because he's a little pansy. And and I give her and she's like, he's the one that started it and I go, no, Kobe started it. Kobe started it first. No, I I mainly complain about LeBron throwing his big old ass on the floor like an infant and kicking his legs and stomping his feet like
2: that. As big as he is and he complaining about sure, being fouled, right, I'm like, dude. Can't. You're a football
0: player playing basketball. Right. Why are you complaining? You do not show yeah. children to act like that on the field. But, you know, that the thing is, is he's not the only one that does it, but it's not right for him to do it because he's 6'8", 260. Yes. Like, Nikki, you, you are can't do massive. do Why are you complaining? You should be going harder the next time. Right. If you found me,
2: so in football, somebody will block me or cheap shot me or hit me a certain way. And then when next time I get a chance, I'm going to break your fucking face. Excuse my language uh, to the
0: smushed up there. She's yeah. good. She hears me talk a but lot. But you
2: know what I mean? Like my, In football, my mindset, if you hit me and you get the best of me, I'm livid. I'm going crazy. I'm not complaining to the ref. I got cheap shot in. Yeah. I'm not complaining to the ref. I get held. You know. When, you were there at one of the games when the dudes kept holding me. What I tell you? I said, I'm just going to take this dude out. I was snapping shit. And real quick. It's just, it's, <laughs> that's the retaliation method. It's just You know what? I'm straight to getting payback. I don't got time to complain to the ref because he ain't going to do nothing for me.
0: I'll handle this myself. I agree. I wish a nigga would. Yeah, I wish wish a nigga would. Shaq said something a long time ago when he was playing, and he said there's one time I complained to the ref about not getting a call, and and the ref gave him the most honest answer that a ref could give him, which is, dude, you're the biggest player in the league. I can't punish the masses to please (laughs) the few. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, of they have to hit the shit out of you. What are they supposed to do to you? I don't know how that's gonna what's travel. gonna happen. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like I, that's that is what it is. You just gotta get used to it. Sock game is terrible, by the way. I don't
2: know who this guy is, but his shirt tucked in, his shorts high up like that, and
0: the, the long leggings and yeah. the socks is terrible. That's Jabari Parker right there.
1: Yeah, his. For-
0: his swag is just dis- disgusting. He hasn't played in about a year because he was hurt. So maybe he's just getting getting <laughs> uh, acclimated with this no. uniform. <laughs> no.
2: At any one time, that you tried. will not see that many people on the court looking like him. I tried, but no, I agree. When your legs are longer than light poles, you should probably not accentuate that fact. <laughs>
0: oh, that was aggressive. You see what I'm saying? Uh, like yeah. Just, It's not. I don't know. So this is where we'll open that up for our for our listeners is the 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 generational thing. Do you think they're softer now than they were back in the day? Are we just old men complaining? Um, Because you shit, you even went into hip hop. They sensitive in hip hop. We said sensitive in football more so than they were back then. Yeah, man. They just. They, they feel like it, they, they have a right to complain a little bit more so instead of just dealing with it, like how we used to have to just deal with things. I got a quick question so, in relation to that. Do you think what that, do you guys uh, think? Do you think that singers
2: and, and artists nowadays, like in, in the um, music industry, do you think that they complain more now about getting snubbed than they did back in the day?
0: I think people complain more in general. I think it just is around, yeah, in music I think they complain. The Oscars, they were complaining a couple years ago. They were complaining that there were no black nominees. Then the white yeah. folks this year decided that there were no white nominees, and they needed to complain about that. No so, white American, yes. No <laughs> white American nominees. White American I stand nominees.
2: So, because Lord doesn't count. There's, yeah.
0: it, even though they're amazing. I think the social media thing you touched on is is the big, the big difference in all of this stuff. The X Factor, which makes everybody feel like they can express their opinion and get on their soapbox, even when they should just yeah, you know, put their head down, stay in their lane, and keep working on whatever they're working on. Yes.
2: Um, if you want a soapbox, man, go to Anchor. Come to Anchor. I need to go on regular media nice and tell club. them, if you want to talk about this stuff and really get into the nitty-gritty about how you feel, open up a channel on Anchor and tell people how you feel. And if people care... You'll know because you'll have followers. If you, no one has, no one's
0: following you. Maybe you're talking about nothing that people care about. Here's here's how here's how you know if you deserve a podcast. It starts with your Facebook or your Instagram post. If you got two thousand friends on your Instagram and you only get a hundred likes, then those numbers aren't going to work out for a podcast. You don't got a good batting average to then equate to taking your your textual opinions and then making them audio. Yeah, I'm just saying. In those times, you should stay in your lane and stay in your place and just continue to stay on the media website. And if you sound like Phoebe from Friends, you probably should not have
2: a podcast.
0: Smelly cats. Smelly, smelly cats. Ah. Rory McElroy wins the Arnold Palmer Classic. Tiger Woods finished fifth. It's back to back. Um, tournaments where Tiger Woods was in contention going into the final day. Last week, he finished second. This week, he was tied for fifth. His demeanor looked calm, and then the whole nine, but Rory went out there and just balled on Sunday and just put up a stupid number that just passed everybody up hella quick. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. But nonetheless, Tiger Woods has been looking really good with this comeback. He's tried to come back before got criticized for coming back too soon going into the Masters in a couple weeks. Tiger Woods as of right now is the odds on favorite 8 to 1 odds to win the Masters beginning of April. 8 to 1 odds with Rory at 10 to 1 odds and DJ at 10 to 1 odds. Tiger Woods who still hasn't won a tournament in how many years? A
2: long time. He's trying to recover from the uh, MMA uh, fight that he had with his uh,
0: ex-wife. <laughs> nah, he recovered from that, man. <laughs> Physically, his his his, his 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 mental wounds have not recovered. But here's my question, though. He hasn't won in a long time. He's he's gotten older. These younger guys are, are doing a lot of work. There's some very good young guys in the golf game. Yeah. Do you think he's earned the right to be the odds favorite? going into Masters, considering he's only played like 10 rounds of good golf. 10 rounds. 10 rounds of golf, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's got clout.
2: You know what I'm saying, like, Tiger Woods is Tiger Woods. You gotta, if he just decided that one day he's gonna put it all together, it's gonna crack. And all of a sudden, boom, he's back.
0: Tiger draws him in like nobody else, like no one else. And you can tell that the crowd wants to see him do good for a while they were hating on his ass you know they wanted him to fail they didn't want him to catch Jack they didn't want him to succeed after he got his ass whooped by his wife all of that shit you know what I mean like his his his, his image was ruined and, and people were hating on him now since he's been gone for a while they love him it's almost like you don't hate on Tiger now at this point now that he's in his 40s all these young bucks are in their 20s and they're hungry and they followed his blueprint training the the, all of the fitness shit that wasn't with golfers he's changed the game and here he's completely changed the game and this is weird for me to say because it's golf and golf is a hella boring sport but i love it and it's exciting but tiger woods as an athlete with the exception of probably michael jordan i can't think of an athlete in my time that has given me that much excitement for his, like, must-see TV moments. Yeah. I remember... I'm not, not... Bo Jackson, one of my favorite athletes. I got five years of Bo. His memories were cool. We got cut short of Bo. Yeah. I'm not saying... Ty- I'm, he doesn't play the most exciting sport, but the shit that he does with that sport is his transcending. Like, oh, yeah. the same way you had to go to sports center, and they'd be like, oh, did you see what Michael Jordan did? He put up 50 on the Knicks. Now you go... Did you see that chip shot that Tiger Woods had? Did you see that ace? Did you see him hit the green on a par five with his second shot? Like shit like that. You know what I mean? Like he's given us so much memories. Plus knowing how difficult golf is. Yeah. A lot of people can be
2: pretty decent at basketball. A lot of people that aren't going to go to the pros can be decent at basketball. It's hard to be decent at golf. There's not that many people in the world that are decent at golf. Yeah. People play their sports, and then they retire, and then they want to go play golf. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. he's, he's mastering something that people just do for fun because they know damn well they're not going to get paid for it because it's that difficult.
0: Yeah. And you know what blows my mind when, when I watch PGA and Man. is the fact that even the pros make jackass shots. Because yeah. Tiger was balling on—he was balling Sunday in that final round—and on the par five where he had been killing it all tournament, he shanks one into somebody's backyard, right, which takes him out of contention on the 16th. You know that was on the yeah. 16th hole. But even the pros hit the same shots in the tournaments, and that we hit when we go play Riverwalk. <laughs> it is <was> like <laughs> yeah, so. That shows you how humbling of a sport it is, but it's not the shot that you shank, it's how you recover, and that's what amazes me about Tiger and all the other golfers.